0: Life Radio. <laughs> this is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, your host, Deb Wolf. And today I have back with me a regular guest from the past, blast from the past, Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly. Welcome to the show, Stacey. Thank you. So what have you been up to lately? It's been a while since we've had you on Animal Party Pet Life Radio.
2: It has been. I think it's been since last year. You know, we redid the site again, so now we are officially in WordPress status, which is awesome for me and awesome for everybody else took quite the journey to get there though. So so it's all good though. It's working out well and, and we're updating regu- regularly again and
1: getting word out about pets. So it's Pets Weekly Magazine, an online magazine, and one of your specialties is reviews, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so what we have Stacey on Animal Party for is usually the best and the worst, the good stuff and the bad stuff and the hopelessly ridiculous because, you know, sometimes pet owners, they get very practical and other times they can be really off their rockers and we like to talk about that. So, Stacy, what have you got for me today? Well, I think, you know, let's start with the best because
2: we okay. love all the natural products that are coming out and that includes like the CBD products that are really popular now. And for good reason, they have, you know, with the CBD, the-
1: CBD, cannabis, that's what yes. you're talking about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keeping with you here. I did Me not you. expect you to <laughs> say know, that. I okay. Could, okay. Could, ahead. Um, CBD. Yeah, but- all right. So that's the ingredient that I think is in marijuana that is pain relieving. Is that what, is that what that is? And they've somehow managed to take it out and put it into products so the dog doesn't get, you know, out of his mind. He doesn't get stoned or altered, but he gets pain relief. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. CBD oh, okay. is
2: not psychoactive. So you don't have the THC in marijuana is what makes it psychoactive. CBD is works on the cannabinoid system. And that helps with your anti-inflammatories, all kinds of different benefits. And they're still studying. They don't really know all of them yet but there's some great studies
1: happening right now that are just really making a difference for both people and pets, which I love. So, okay, this must be really expensive. I'm thinking, I mean, if I'm going to get a cream to rub on my neck or my dog's sore hips or something, and it's got CBD in it, the trendy new drug, right? Is it going to be like, am I going to break the bank doing that?
2: No, you really are not. The really cool thing about the CBD products is that it's still really justified in terms of payment. Like they have it They're working on industrial hemp. So that's where they get their main product from is the industrial side of the hemp industry. Okay. And hemp is like a cousin to marijuana. So you're not really dealing with marijuana. You're dealing with its cousin, which is hemp. Hemp is really inexpensive. It's super easy to grow. It can grow just about anywhere. It helps to cleanse fields even. It's one of these, I forget the name of it, but it's a plant that can actually be put into the ground and it can help increase the amount of minerals and really help cleanse all the impurities out of the soil. So it's good for the earth. It's recyclable. I mean, hemp is, it's like the new cotton or actually
1: it should be the old cotton. It's the old cotton. Yeah. Everything <laughs> exactly. needs to be made out of hemp, right? Okay. And, we've done and it's renewable with, as a, you know, and it, it's like an easier environmental product but I, I mean i remember buying hemp shirts 20 years ago and they were expensive more expensive than the cotton alternative on the other hand they last longer so exactly. you know there's a bit of a trade-off okay so we've got cbd products is there anything in particular you've tried and recommend with your dogs in the cbd They're, area
2: yeah now actually i really love I, I love all forms of cbd but sometimes it's easier with dogs just to give them a pill Um, It's easy to put in their food and I like the ones that are, or a treat, and I like the ones that are really easy on their stomachs, you know, that don't upset their stomachs and don't have a lot of other chemicals in there. Holistic Mm -hmm. Hound is a really great option. They have some fantastic products that are really rich in the phytocannabinoid oils and ingredients and they actually mix them with mushrooms, wild mushrooms. And there's certain things with the mushrooms that help with the anti-inflammatory and they help offset or increase the benefit of CBD. So I really like their treats. interesting. Okay. King Canine is another one that's just coming out. Um, There's thousands that are just coming out. So you really got to be careful about who you're buying from and, and what kind of manufacturer they use or where they source their hemp from because since hemp can clean the soil that it's in it means it can pick up a lot of the things that are in the soil so if there if it was previously in a in an area where they Mm, had i
1: see a tobacco field or anything yes i could see and that's when you the most toxic things are when you need to clean the soil but there are also examples like beans certain crops that replenish the soil and you use them maybe in off season to replenish the soil just because you want rich soil not because you have toxicity so i guess it's all about sourcing and making Sure, you really read where it's made. You trust the company making it. It kind of reminds me of all the different fads. Like for a while, everything was supposed to have, you know, blueberry, and for a while everything went, But it's like trace amounts. You know how many hazelnuts are really in a can of Nutella? Like it's sort of like they list the ingredient they know you want, but is it really there? And how much of it? So read your labels on this stuff because it is the new trend. It is the new, new thing. Um, let's talk about turmeric, because I, I think of that in terms of men's health. But let's talk about that. And then we're going to go to a break and come back and, and talk about some toys. So what, how does turmeric help animals? And is it just male animals? Is it prostate related or, or nothing to do with that? Actually, it has everything to do with the actual
2: plant, and or I guess it's an herb, a root. What what would you consider that?
1: <laughs> um, well, it's a anyways, spice for sure. Plant, yeah, earth, yeah,
2: yeah. And it's and it's something that what I like to do is I like to create a golden milk for my dogs. It's called a golden milk, and it's a little recipe you can you can make ahead of time, and then you just give them a teaspoon each night. It's literally turmeric or and uh, what else do we have in it? We have uh, just a little bit of water, a little bit, of we can do a little bit of bone broth in there, black pepper, white pepper, either, either of those. It's a really great way to kind of help benefit or bring out the additional benefits of the turmeric. Turmeric is fantastic for, again, the anti-inflammatory, the arthritis. If you have dogs with arthritis, it's really nice for just helping to soothe that joint pain and I don't know exactly how it works, but it's it's been really beneficial for my pets. Uh, I know a lot of people are using it for helping to treat with cancer, uh, cysts, different things like that. If you have a dog that's prone to cysts, Honest Paws oh, has a really cool- That's
1: very interesting. Honest yeah, Paws. How do they use turmeric? Okay, turmeric can
2: be used in a number of different ways. They, they can put it into treats. Honest Paws has a pain relief CBD treat that combines CBD with turmeric. And that's a really great option because they do really help each other out as far as the herbs go to help give your dog the best benefit. The thing I like about both of these two are that you can give them to cats. You can give them to horses. You can give them to just about any species. Well,
1: that's important because there's so, and I want to mention this right now, there are so many things that are okay for dogs but dangerous for cats, really. And there's many things that are okay for humans, but dangerous for dogs and dangerous for cats. So don't just guess, right? (laughs) Especially, and there's one fatal mistake people make all the time, over the counter, topical flea treatments that you put on the back of the dog's neck. The formula for dogs is completely different than the formula for cats. And if you use that doggy formula, no matter what size, even if you pick Chihuahua and you put it on a cat, you'll kill that cat. So you have to be really, really careful. You never, ever mix and match them. There's a whole bunch of things like that where just watch it. If you want to feed your dog or cat from your fridge, and I'm all for that, Just use the ingredients labels on the best foods as your guides. That's the easiest way, right? If it says on the most fancy kind of dog food that your vet recommends, if it says on the back of there beets or carrots or blueberries, well, then you know that's okay for your dog. Same for the cat food. If it says on the back of there tuna or chicken or whatever it's going to say, that's okay. Actually, tuna is a bit of a scare because a lot of people feed their cats tuna. And if you feed your cat too much tuna... Well, they're out there in the deep sea with the mercury, so it can add up in a little cat's body. So you really got to watch it. Just like when women are pregnant, they can't have too much tuna. So you have to really, really watch these things. Look at your labels as guides, and then you won't make any bad, bad mistakes. Like another fatal one that I've seen and heard of is people feeding dogs grapes or raisins. Absolutely toxic. Don't do it ever. So a chocolate's the same. So just be careful as we get into the holiday season, people are going to be tempted to decorate with food and we can talk about that in a minute, but just be careful. We're going to go to break and when we come back, I want to talk about toys and okay. You've probably all seen those weird little salt things, the things you plug in and it heats up and it's supposed to help you because it's Himalayan salt. So now, Himalayan dog shoes? Really? Well, yep, according to Stacey, really. Stay tuned. We'll be back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio with Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly telling us about all the new products. Stay tuned.
0: What if you could protect the life of your cat with something so simple and affordable that you already use every day? Get ready for the evolution of kitty litter. It's Pretty Litter. Along with all the features you've come to expect from your kitty litter, Pretty Litter's patented and scientific formula will also monitor your cat's health and detect illnesses early while providing industry-leading odor control. Two kitty litters, same cat, same price. But there's one important difference. Pretty Litter reacts to your cat's waste by detecting health issues simply by changing color. And the key is that Pretty Litter detects these issues before your cat shows symptoms of physical illness or pain, likely saving you major dollars in vet bills while protecting the health of your cat. What do you think, little guy? Ready to switch litter? Pretty Litter. Colorful insight into your cat's health. Go to prettylittercats.com forward slash cat 101 or use coupon code cat 101 to get 20% off your first subscription order. Let's Talk Pets on com.
1: Hello, we're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. It's me, Dab Wall, your host. I live at Camp Good Dog, so I get to try out a lot of products with my dogs. And I rescue cats, so I get to try out a lot of products with my cats. I also have chickens. And Stacy, I want to tell you about a, a sticker, a button I saw the other day. My sister sent me a picture of a button, and it said, Roosters crow, hens deliver. And I thought, yeah, oh, yeah, I get that. As I walk around the barn, oh, yeah. And uh, so it's a little bit sexist, but the animal world can be a sexist place. So, okay, so we're back on track. What are these Himalayan dog chews?
2: If you have not tried Himalayan dog chews, you must. They are amazing. Basically, it's a hard cheese snack. And it's created clear out and it's yak milk is what they've made this cheese out of. And they, they make it in the Himalayans. It's an ancient recipe. Um, and it's a super, super hard cheese. Now, my dogs, Yak you, know, milk.
1: you know. Yak it, milk. You're not you're not even joking about this. Yak milk. Okay. Well, it's probably rich. It's very you know, rich. It's gluten probably natural.
2: Throat. Oh, my God. It's all natural. There's no preservatives, no binding agents. It's gluten-free. And it's a super long-lasting dog chew. It's really an amazing.
1: Hey, Stacy, I just thought of a new career. <laughs> a yak milker that's fantastic can you imagine getting up and having to milk a yak i think they even have giant racks of horns on those things oh Are yeah they sort of like oh, yeah, moose? yeah. no i don't think i would want to milk a yak hmm. no
2: i can't imagine milking a yak either but from what i understand i guess people do it or they somehow make this i have not seen the process although i would like to check it out <laughs> it's uh <laughs> They have come up with, now they've been around for a long time. They've been around for probably 15, 20 years. But they come out with new products every single year. Really fascinating. Like they have yak cheese that you can turn into popcorn. It, you put it in the microwave for a few seconds and it blows up. And there's these little yak milk chews that you can just eat like popcorn or your dog can. They whoa, whoa, have, whoa,
1: whoa. You just said, or you mean you eat them too? Seriously? <laughs> Have you, Actually, the last Super Zoo they had us try them, and oh, I did try. It. It's uh, not my favorite, but
2: it is. <laughs> not bad. Bad. I mean, no, not you, your favorite, <laughs> really. <laughs>
1: if you need a hard cheese, it's totally safe to eat. So um, it doesn't like yeah. rival a good a good piece of brie and crackers melted. Just so, it's not a challenge to that for you. I'm, much prefer that (laughs) i'll take the brie any day yeah well okay i do know like from my own goats that the smell of a goat as it walks by you is very similar to the smell of the goat cheese at the supermarket there is a correlation so i cannot imagine the taste of yak milk quite exactly i'm not sure i want to
2: (laughs) it's really not bad it's not super you know
1: but i I can imagine the dogs hmm, love it because you know just just because i don't love it i mean there used to be 15 years ago or something, it was the trend. This bull semen. Do you remember that? A big it was oh, like this God, big, yes. giant awesome. stick. It was sort of dehydrated stick, looked like a big long worm. But if you look closely, it sort of had a, a vague suggestion of the shape of a bull genital <laughs> shape sort of thing. And it, it had like an end that once the dog bit off, some liquid would pour out of it very stinky it could only be given outside this thing was horrendous and i know they still sell them and the dogs go mental for them oh they love this stuff yeah okay so so i get it yak milk is probably very popular in the dog world despite the fact that us humans who don't like to sniff each other's rears and don't like (laughs) rotten things don't really have a taste for yak milk but um i guess don't knock it till you try it i (laughs) don't You and tried you gotta it. it. You got to try it at least once, right? <laughs> no, I don't actually. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, this you really out radio because for- I'm not there. But when you go to these trade shows, yeah, the pressure's on to try the products, isn't it? You can't oh, really yeah. say no. Gotta also, be a
2: good so sport. are talking about human grade and, and everybody's on the organic kick and the, the human grade kick and all the raw foods. And mm-hmm. yeah, they always have us try them.
1: <laughs> the thing that troubles me sometimes with the demos, though, is you see this man in a suit, you know, doing his little speech with his you know, PowerPoint and all that. And then he reaches into his bag of material giveaways and he pulls out what's supposed to shock you, but kibble. And he puts it in his own mouth and he starts crunching away. And I just worry about his teeth. Because this stuff's designed yeah. to keep dog teeth strong, right? Like, I, yeah. I don't know about that. I, <laughs> I, we don't have those <laughs> teeth. We just don't. So I'd be a little reluctant there. And, you know, that's the thing. If you are feeding your dog from your own fridge, you got to think about that. They need a good crunch. They need something crunchy. So think about that's that. True. Think about r- raw bones or some way to make it so that your dog is getting the dental work he needs. Okay, so... Well, I want to ask you about that. Have you got any uh, dental toys or dental suggestions for our listeners?
2: Got a few of them this time because we've got some really cool natural things that are coming out again. Natural. I know I kind of hit on that a lot, but it's really kind of important when you're dealing with your pets. You know, uh, you want to give them the best grade you can and make sure they're getting taken care of the right way. One that came out is called a cocoa chew. This is made from coconuts, the husk of coconuts actual coconuts and it's twined and braided and and made into this really tough chew um
1: they like that yeah Yeah, great
2: the little strands will come off they will eat it you got to kind of watch them with this treat because it's not going to be like if you have a heavy chewer it's not gonna be like handing them a big old shank bone and saying go to it you got to kind of keep an eye on them because they will get through it pretty fast but they love it and they just get obsessed over it Bree, my dog, loves to just pull these little strands off. And, and she doesn't need them. She just kind of sets them aside. It's kind of
1: like they get when they make a kill and they rip the animal apart. Yeah, it's very satisfying. And for the mama dogs, it's like nesting. They get to rip something Absolutely. apart. But I do think when you have puppies, and I sell golden doodles and standard poodles, labradoodles. I have some for sale right now. When I place puppies in a house, I always tell them, try to get a combination. Get different types of toys. Don't get all just one thing. You know, your dog likes balls, but get him a bone too. Get him something soft, get him something hard, get him something chewy, get him something stringy, because that puppy's teeth are changing and his gums and everything is changing rapidly. And he'll pick up the one he needs in that moment. But Absolutely. if he doesn't have the one he needs in that moment, well, he just might pick up your shoe or the banister, (laughs) or the drywall, and you'll say to me, but he never did it before. No, he did not, but he never had that urge before, that need before, so you always want to have a variety of things, so he's got a go-to toy that's allowed, and when they're really young and you go out and you can't watch them, we'll put them in their crate with their special toy. So wow. they can't get at the banister and the shoes and the drywall. Okay, so we have to go to another break. And when we come back, we're going to give a few holiday tips before we have to finish the show with Stacy. Stay tuned, everybody. We're talking with Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly Magazine, which you can find online for the best reviews of what works and doesn't work. And you're ta- you're listening to me, Jeff Wolf, the host. Stay tuned.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Radio.com.
1: Hello, you're back on Animal Party. And it's Deb Wolf, Deborah Wolf on, well, I've got a pet expert site there on Facebook if you want to look me up and see pictures of my animals. Or if you'd like to see those doodles and poodles, I even have one posed in a cup. I kind of cheated, though. I took a cookie jar that looks like a cup because my standard poodles, by the time they open their eyes, they're too big to get that teacup picture. So I got them into a cup-like cookie jar, and I took a picture of a puppy. So that's up there along with some other very, very cute photos of all the different kinds of dogs playing here at Camp Good Dog on the Farm. And I'd love for you to check that out on Facebook today. But uh, we've got Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly. And, well, I wanted to talk to her about Christmas. Christmas is... It used to be, I used to work at a vet clinic and it was, you know, that line from the movie Babe where the, the goose is worried about getting slaughtered and the duck is worried about getting slaughtered. And one of them shouts, Christmas is carnage. And you know, at the vet clinic, it really is. Christmas is the season of tinsel and cats and dogs getting into Turkey and eating the foil and eating the gravy and binging and hurting themselves terribly. And all kinds of Christmas decorations and tree and chocolate and nuts and flames. And, oh, it just goes on and on. So let's give some people some advice, Stacey.
2: All right. Well, we've got a lot for Christmas. There's always something that they can get into. One of my big ones, of course, is watch your plants that you have around. The mistletoe, the holly, all of that's very toxic to all of your pets. Poinsettias, same thing. Just really pay attention to the live foliage that you have around the house and in the garden and neighbors. On walks, you'll see it. You know, people leave it out for their holiday yard. So just be really careful what your pet's picking up and putting in their mouth.
1: Yeah, that's the main thing. You know, years ago, you and I talked about a gift or a uh, product that I just thought was great. And I still think it's great. And if it's still on the market, I'm going to ask you about it. I recommend this one as a hostess gift. Say you're going and you're going to be staying maybe somewhere for Christmas. Maybe you have to spend two nights in a place and you know they have an annoying little dog. A little dog that just, okay, you know they have an annoying little dog. And maybe that dog has a sweet side. You're about to find out. Okay, so the hostess gift I would get those people is the non-squeaky squeaky toy. Do they still make that, Stacy?
2: oh they do and it's my most favorite thing in the world (laughs) love them that's from go dog and it's called the hear doggy toy okay Okay. so the
1: basic idea you know how they have those whistles where you blow and you can't hear it but the dog hears it he comes running that's the idea the squeaky toy that we don't hear but the dog loves and hears so he can squeak 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 all night long and you will still sleep in their guest room without even hearing it i love that gift It's really awesome
2: toys. Yeah, they have them in all sizes, a huge selection. I I love that line of toys.
1: Oh, right on. Okay, so those of you who've been listening to the news worldwide and looking online lately might have heard about our rogue otter here in Vancouver. So I want to tell you, he has. They're calling him Elvis, and they say Elvis has left the building. Elvis, the rogue otter, got into a very very fancy ornamental garden downtown with some koi that were worth. Some of them, $10,000, 50-year-old oh. koi, one of them called Madonna. Oh, yeah. So Mr. Roe got, got in there, nobody knows how. At first, people thought, oh, it must have been a prank, or someone must have dropped him off. But no, a few days later, they found the surveillance camera <laughs> showing him, do, 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 sliding up, you know, going across. He came in like anyone else would come into these fancy Chinese gardens, and he decimated. He ate and ate and ate and ate. They only have four koi left from the original 14 and like I say some of these koi were 50 years old and worth thousands of dollars so for 2 weeks now we've been following this story and watching him on the morning news with his you know mouthful of colorful fish and they brought in experts and they brought in trappers. And I kept saying like, you've got to, like, these are not the right experts. Get rid of the fish. As long as the fish are there, he'll be there. Anyway, after he did so much damage and they had all these traps that he wasn't even looking at because otters don't go for dead things. They finally got rid of all the fish, put them in the aquarium downtown and the otter has left. So for all of you who are worried about the remaining fish, do not worry. The otter has left. And they won't be putting the fish back until the spring. And they're now going to take measures. Oh, yeah. They're going to get surveillance cameras. They're going to get metal plates. They're going to get automatic doors. They're going to get grates. They're going to reinforce that thing like penitentiary. So no otter will ever get in to the sun yet Sang gardens again and kill fish apparently the fish were donated by korea after the expo so it's like an international incident it's a lot going on here with this fish and the speculation about the otter it was surprising to me how how ignorant the people were like setting traps of dead fish to catch an animal that doesn't go for that and just the various things they tried and the rumors about how it got there i mean since this story came out, people have been reporting otter sightings all over the place. They're completely a part of our environment. It's kind of a wonder an otter didn't get in there sooner, really. So, you know, it's nobody dropped it off. He just he was just clever and he smelt fish. So, yeah, at least now the remaining 3 surviving adult koi, yeah, 3, and the 344 babies are safe at the Vancouver Aquarium and they'll be put back in the gardens after the gardens have been reinforced so That's somewhat so of an end I don't know I was kind of on team otter I, I gotta say I loved seeing him every morning catching his fish I just and I wanted him to evade capture so I apologize for that but I think team otter had more fans than team fish I think so that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay so Stacy what's going on with you lately is there something you want to direct people to on pets weekly can you give them the website yeah uh
2: you can find us at petsweekly.com we're gonna have our holiday lists up hopefully tomorrow and that will be for overnight delivery so you guys if you're late shoppers like me you don't have to worry so much about catching all the sales these are great deals on things that you can have on amazon prime or whatever you're looking for they do specials all season long so so you're in good shape if you need a last minute gift for your favorite pet owner or pets in general Yeah, so those will be coming out soon for dogs, cats, and people. And I hope everybody logs on to PetsWeekly.com. Come visit us.
1: Thank you very much, Stacy. It's been a great show, and I hope to have you back real soon because I think uh, we ran out of time before we ran out of the topics you sent me. So (laughs) we'll have another show really soon for our listeners on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Tune in next time, and be good to your animals.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand.